Hello! This is Boo! Listen to Chronicles of the Lost Realm, or I'll turn you to chocolate Nietzsche! <laughs> I am here to recount the tales of the greatest adventurers in the realm. Follow us on grand adventures through high magic and grand swordplay. In a world ravaged by monsters, ruled by tyrants, and fought over by villains, who would dare to stand up to them? Lend me your ear, and I shall tell you. Welcome back, brave adventurers, for Season 2 of Chronicles of the Lost Realm. When we last left our heroes, they had gone through the city and ruins of Gress, fighting demons and meeting new friends. After reuniting with family, the crew left the ruins, heading back to Varesh, where things got a little bit dicey. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Season 2 of Chronicles of the Lost Realm. Uh, we will be picking up right where we left off after a quick little intro here. Today uh, I'm joined by Chris as Faerun, the Drow Ranger. I really shouldn't have eaten that shepherd's pie. That's fair in this tavern. <laughs> We've also got Billy, the bard extraordinaire. Uh, oh, what, what, who? <laughs> Thank you for that, Keith. Uh, we've got Scott playing his new character that you may have heard in episode 10.5. I may have some medicine for you there. <laughs> and our newest member uh, playing the uh, resident wizard would be Joe. At top of the morning, what the hell am I doing with all you feckin' characters? <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> so, oh, please tell me he's an alcoholic. Please tell me he's an alcoholic. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not an alcoholic. You're drunk. So, Alcoholics go to meetings. Exactly. <laughs> yes. I'm a pro I'm a professional. <laughs> You're not Rehabits a quitter. for quitters. <laughs> um, when we last left our stumble crew folks they had made their way back to Varesh, the large uh, sprawling city with uh, bazaars and many wondrous items and things um, they made their way to the Busty Gull Tavern which happened to be the headquarters for the Drakmore House um, a house of well renowned drow assassins which are headed by Farron's twin sister Quintel. Um, after doing a little bit of RP and finding out that um, they are a little bit behind on their rent, they negotiated with the bartender to uh, extend their lease, so to speak, and were trying to figure out how to make some extra coin. Um, but that's when things went a little bit awry, and the goblin mob showed up to have a few 
kind words with Billy. I don't know if we know that they're the Goblin Mob yet. We know that goblins showed up. We know that they're looking for Billy, but we don't know. Didn't know that they were the Goblin Mob. It, it was meant to be. It, it was meant to be implied. <laughs> but we do now. You do now. No, 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 uh, no, no. no. The, the, the listeners know now. Our characters still don't yet know. <laughs> Fact. <laughs> so yeah, fair point. As as we left off at the end of ten point five. The very well-dressed goblin that was smoking a, a cigar, a uh, impromptu, what do you call that, makeshift cigar, was looking at this vial of some kind of strange milk-like medicine that was smashed against his vest and promptly looks his red, just hate-filled eyes towards Billy and... Uh, he calls uh, calls out to Billy, Well, I knew I'd find you, you wank. You owe us a great deal of money. So it's time to pay up, either in gold or in flesh. Do I know you? Don't play dumb with me, boy. You know exactly who we are, and I want my three grand in gold now. Three grand? What's that worth, like a penny? Or a pinky? No, no, seriously, I have no idea who you are, dude. Well, it just so happens I have a cure for amnesiacs like yourself. Boys, sort him out, would you? You really don't. Speaking of cures for that, I happen to have one of those, too. (laughs) Fran steps right in front of Billy, uh, brandishing his swords. You guys really, really, really don't want to do that. (laughs) <laughs> intimidation. All right, go ahead and roll for it. I got to remember what my intimidation is. Oh, my God. My character's closed. My character, she closed on me. Give me a second. <laughs> well, while you're, while you're opening that up, um, outside of the tavern, um, there are a number of goblins, uh, probably 15 to 20 goblins that have Nine. kind of... Nineteen on a persuasion roll. I really don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> they these goblins have surrounded uh, the the um, entrance point, so leaving through the entrance is not going to be an option. Um, but passing through the town, um, Melwood, you happen to catch sight of the goblin mob, who you know. Not personally, but you know that they inhabit this town and tend to make a bit of trouble for people. And you know that these 15 to 20 goblins standing outside are all part of the goblin mob as you're heading by. Um, just to let so you know, just to let you know, DM uh, 21. Yep, I see. I see the rules. Sorry to So, uh, <laughs> Melwood, what, what would you do in this uh, situation here? Well, I'm going to go into the bar. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Spoken like a true Irishman. Right. Excuse me, lads. Excuse me. Welcome <laughs> to the, just gonna try and... Welcome to the stu- uh, stumble crew. <laughs> right. Um so you're just gonna go ahead and make your way in then. Oh yeah, lads, lads. Through this uh throng throng of goblins. <laughs> okay. So when you're it's going to head in. You're kind of passing through all these goblins standing outside, which are very muscular for goblin goblins. They're they're 
very well uh, worked out. <laughs> they all kind of look at you and, well, boss man said no one come out, not no one go in. Uh, okay. <laughs> the boss guess. man go is ahead. very wise. Your Clearly this wise. Be- you never keep an Irishman away from the bar. Clearly the Irishman has more bravado than sense. <laughs> As to be expected. Um, you make your way in and <laughs> you're standing behind the um, quote-unquote boss uh, who has two goblins on either side that are extremely well-built goblins. Um, for all intents and purposes for the listeners, imagine a stereotypical goblin or a stereotypical barbarian as a goblin. And that's what, what they're being faced with. Um, you kind of sidestep around the boss goblin and the bartender's just kind of standing there in awe, kind of like, uh, well, this is new. So as you, as you approach, um, you can go ahead and interact as you, as you wish. Excuse me. Excuse me. As I push my way past him. You might not want to stand there, old man. Old man, I'm probably younger than you are. True. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's very. Uh, you know what? I I, I can't defeat that. I can't. <laughs> so, barkeep, uh, I need something to to you know take care of this horrible thirst I'm suffering from. Uh oh. oh okay then. He sets a bottle down, uh, the finest dwarven whiskey he has, and he says, uh, that, that'll, that'll, that'll be five gold? Ah, not a problem. And the dramatic tension comes to a screeching halt. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, Billy, your persuasion check, or no, first, uh, Farron, your intimidation check. You can see that the two, or the, the four barbarian-esh uh, goblins are... Not shaken, per se, but they're kind of now looking back and forth between you and the boss. Like, uh, I'm not sure about this anymore. And, um, Billy, your persuasion is a very, very high number there. Uh, a 19. Um, so he kind of scowls at you and he says, be that as it may, you still owe me. 3,000 gold. What does he owe you 3,000 gold for? When you ask the question, there's a brief momentary breeze as the the back door to the uh, tavern kind of opens and closes momentarily. And a thin mist kind of uh, starts to appear behind the goblin boss. And no sooner does it does it do this that a, uh, from what you can tell, a blue robed figure, face hidden, appears out of the mist behind the goblin boss, and a gleaming rapier comes across his neck and slides gracefully across, spraying blood across the bar. The goblin boss kind of chokes for a second and then falls to the floor. And the, the hooded figure kind of looks up to everyone. <laughs> you all look like you could use a little help. Her Majesty's the Raven Queen sends her best regards. 
Ray, you're getting better at the female voice. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> that I think was... I might need a new pair of pants, guys. <laughs> <laughs> just, just talk Awkward. like that, Ray, okay? And <laughs> I'm going to leave again. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so... Uh, Hide me from the scary lady! <laughs> once... Once she says that, you immediately notice the brooch that she is wearing is the um, iconic symbol of the Raven Queen. Ah, she never fails to fascinate, does she? I lean over to Billy real quick and uh, before addressing the, the, you know, Schwarzenegger goblins. And I say, <laughs> uh, Billy, do me a favor. Go on my pack and get me my brown pants. <laughs> <laughs> And, and as I do, as the as the myth dissipates, I, I again try to intimidate the rest of the goblins who are probably now shocked about their dead leader and be like, I could do that again to each and every one of you. Like, I'm taking credit for the appearance of the, the assassin. <laughs> okay, go ahead and roll for it. Um, in the meanwhile, Melwood, you've... And they don't believe me. <laughs> you've managed to polish off. Go ahead and roll again. Uh, we'll say it's with advantage because of the uh, <laughs> the terrifying circumstances happening right now. That's better. <laughs> no, no, he can totally do it. <laughs> Melwood, you finished off about half the bottle now, and... Um, this whole scene is unfolding in front of you, so feel free to interject at any point, however you please. Oh, I will. Um, <laughs> let's roll a counter for uh, the goblins. And they fail. The Schwarzenegger goblins promptly and post-haste scream out of the bar, ah! Death! There's death! And they all run out and gather up their 15 to 20 little friends outside and run off to the <laughs> Goblin Mob headquarters. Oh, my God. All I have envisioning in my head is you guys remember, like, the old Tom and Jerry cartoons where, like, the big badass would, like, grab their grab their leg skin, <laughs> pull it up, and it's like they're wearing a girdle underneath and they're screaming like yeah. a girl. That's all I'm envisioning of these goblins right now. <laughs> well, Melwood's going to look around at everybody in the crowd and go, you're welcome. <laughs> you didn't even freaking do anything. My presence was enough to f to put them in fear. Ferran uh, just shakes his head as he puts his swords away. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's the lady, the the, the 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 whoever the fuck that was that slit the boss's throat. Well, yeah, yeah, I work for the queen too. <laughs> you really shouldn't take credit for the queen's work. I'm sorry. <laughs> it was to avoid any further violence. What is violence. going on? <laughs> yes, season two chaos. <laughs> so I'm actually really scared at the moment. <laughs> the the bar kind of resumes some level of normality as the. Um, Envoy of the Raven Queen kind of approaches you all. <clears throat> and now you're all together, able to kind of talk and figure out what in the world is going on. Yeah, Billy. Also, I, I'm, I'm going to loot the body of the, the goblin boss, because, oh, you know, of course, Of course, Billy would. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's already there, and it's a mob boss. It's not like it's morally reprehensible. 
<laughs> in the middle of a bar. He's a right. bad guy. How do we know? He said you owe him money. <laughs> yeah, I don't freaking know about that. And I'm not inclined to believe a member of the mob. You know what? I've known you for quite a while now. I kind of believe him. <laughs> I told you. I literally woke up about 40 minutes before you guys got to the same tavern we met at. <laughs> ah, amnesia. I have a cure for that as well. And I pull out another vial. And I walk over to Billy. Who I are you? And where's I Hillman? don't trust you. <laughs> I am just a humble doctor. Anyway, I, I, I looted the goblin boss. Do I get anything? He had ten gold rings. Herpes. <laughs> oh, the, go- the goblin herpes. Oh, the gift. Oh, you, you got something, all right. The gift that keeps on giving. <laughs> well, wow. it's it's gob it's goblin herpes, so it's the gift that keeps on taking. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> uh, it's not gonna last long, though. You'll be you'll be fine in a day or so. <laughs> After you, you turn into a goblin. Too? <laughs> so. As it stands right now, we've got a uh, a drow. I mean, you all can uh, briefly run down a, a real quick character description if you'd like, since you're all kind of meeting each other for the first time. Or we can uh, roll past that. It's it's however y'all would like. All right. Well, I'm a I'm a green haired half elf with uh, in your standard bard affair, carrying a uh, hurdy gurdy. On his back. And a very gaudy black cloak with a lot of frilly gold lace designing on it. Yeah, yeah, you can't forget about the cloak. The black cloak. Uh, Uh, Actually, Melwood, you can roll, um, because I forgot about that. I think think Faron and Billy are both wearing theirs, so you can roll an Arcana check. Um, real quick, after seeing these two wahoos. Oh, yeah, okay. Which, uh, by the way, while you're rolling that, this yahoo is a uh, drow elf, but he's, he he doesn't look like a typical drow elf because he's also part moon elf. Uh, ranger carrying two, <laughs> two short swords. And really, you could just tell he's pretty much had enough of this group. Alright, so how do I get this thing to let me roll? Um, oh, use uh, forward slashes, two of them, beforehand. Okay. Yeah, or you can um, click the book, and it, and you can click the die icon, and it brings up a little... Oh, little. damn it, even when I put spaces in between it, it freaking did it. Yep. <laughs> Gosh darn it. Uh, you need to, to bracket it on both sides with the... Uh, um, Forward slashes. Okay. <laughs> One more time. <laughs> um, so while they're doing that, uh, Crow, you can do your right. description. <clears throat> so my character, he's about five foot ten or so. Um, he's got a wide-brimmed hat, the uh, typical plague doctor's mask. It's stained green. Wow. Um, leather, a long leather coat. Leather gloves, leather pants, leather boots. Wears a cloak on his back, has a buckler on his arm, and is walking around with a cane 
and a rod in his belt. It's like some Nightmare Before Christmas bullshit. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> Hello, terrifying. Jack Skellington. <laughs> Except terrifying. Trick, <laughs> trick us again, child, and we will tear your soul apart. <laughs> um, who wants to go next? Just... Melwood. All right, Melwood. <laughs> go <No>, ahead. Human, <laughs> six foot, 165 pounds, light, fair skinned, uh, emerald green eyes with deep copper hair, uh, dressed in extremely fine clothing. Perfect. And now for our red clothing. There was correct? newest. And newest. There was my role for you too, Ray. On the Arcana. Holy so, damn! I'm about five feet. I'm wearing studded leather armor that's black, and I'm wearing the black and blue cloak that symbolizes the Raven Queen because I work for. Okay. This is the assassin. I this is the assassin. Name. I didn't catch the name, or has she not? I don't given think the name? name's been you given yet. You haven't okay. asked the name. <laughs> well, I didn't know she gave it in the description. I, I kind of broke up on me for a second, so. My name is Vahala Winmarrow. Great, more easy names. <laughs> <laughs> it's D&D. They're all easy. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh. So with that Arcana check, real quick, uh, Melwood notices um, immediately, given your background and, and whatnot, the cloaks that these two are wearing bear the um, insignia, if, if I want to go that way. Um, they're very common decorations for... The mother of all witches, Baba Yaga. Hmm. I'm gonna write that down in my notes. <laughs> <laughs> That's another little uh, side adventure that needs to be wrapped up at some point. <laughs> so you guys are all in this bar. You you're kind of all uneasily staring at each other, I'm guessing, because now there's all kinds of new people involved. I'm still trying to get Billy to take my vial. <laughs> he's, I, he's standing I'm, very, I'm very worried that he's going to contract the, the plague. I, I'm, I'm swatting Crow's medicine away from Billy as I'm just staring intently at the, at the assassin lady. I, no offense, I really don't care about the, the mage because all he did was walk in and have a drink. <laughs> Sorry, unless you can give me a full list of side effects for that thing, I ain't drinking it. Uh, side effects are just straight deliciousness, and you'll feel perfectly fine. And That's even not better. a side effect! It is a side effect. It is an effect. <laughs> it is an effect, and it happens on the side. It does. <laughs> health, health and happiness are side effects. <laughs> health and happiness are extreme side effects. So, all of this chaos is going on, and Quintel kind of says, um, excuse me, I believe there's uh, some matters to attend to? Do you see what I'm talking about, sis, as I'm still swatting the bottle away? It's like, will you put that away? He doesn't want it. <laughs> Here, try my bottle instead. Fine, but you'll come crawling back eventually, I'm I'll sure. drink to that. And I put it away. <laughs> Billy takes a big swig from the bottle and hands it back to the Irishman. Ferran takes it from Billy beforehand and just takes a double <laughs> swig. Hands it to the mage like, thanks, I needed that. <laughs> Milady, what's, what brings you here? The Raven Queen has sent me to do some work for her, 
and I'm just adventuring. I heard some commotion in here that I decided to come in, and it seemed like you guys needed some help. No, no, we had it completely under control. <laughs> sure. <laughs> it sure doesn't look like it, because I, I, mean, like I can simply take your life, too. Compared to some of the other stuff we've dealt with before, that seemed pretty tame. It really I just, did. I really want to know why the hell the mob seems to think I owe them money. They mentioned you by <laughs> name. Yeah, which I don't understand. Um, What's your story, stranger? You, bo actually, both strangers. You uh, obviously she's here because her queen bid her to be here. But doctor, is it? And let me get another people swig me, of that. People call me the blighted crow. But I go by Crow. I can't remember my real name. It's been too long. Dip but I was just here for a uh, a nip of the drink. Been nipping your when... own medicines? Is that why you can't remember your own name? <laughs> Don't get high Probably on your the own chemicals supply. that I've used to experiment with. None of which were used in this particular medicine. Oh, good. And... But I just had a I just had a thirst, and I came in here to get a drink. And I saw that man die over there of the plague, and I tried to help. Who still is laying on the floor, by the way. Uh, but, um, by the way, are we absolutely sure that was the plague that killed this guy? Oh, for sure. No, I'm pretty sure it was it's a very, it's a very, it. It's a very obvious telltale sign, the black veins running up through the eyes. Perception check? <laughs> <laughs> yes, any, anybody like to check this thing? Like, not that I don't believe you, Crow, is it? It's not yes. that I don't believe you, it's just I really don't believe you. And I'm going to more trust the guy with the flask to check this out because it seems like it'd be more his forte. If you wouldn't mind, sir. Got a 22 on perception check. Do I notice any black veins in the eyes? Yes, he did. He had uh, black veins that ran up the side of his face and were uh, it was moving into his eyes right before he coughed all over you. Okay, I but like, it, I believe. just because there's black veins there does not mean that the 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 medicine's not what killed him. <laughs> <laughs> which is which is why I just asked, uh, what was it, Woodrill? Woodrow, <laughs> Melwood, Melwood, yeah, Melwood to to take a look at it because I I almost have a feeling it, it's something more magical in nature that took this guy. Yeah, I want to see a, I want to see a double blind study done on that thing before I even put it anywhere close to me. <laughs> we'll do a perception on it and see what we we might recognize. Okay. <laughs> might even ask the uh, assassin lady as well. What a what a good way to come back! <laughs> I'm gonna, you know what? I'm gonna run a medicine check on that because I'm a jack of all trades. Well, let's go with a 19 on the total. Well, you're a jack off, all right. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, okay, that would. It's a perception check, right? Yes. Uh, 27. Fifteen for a medicine check. <laughs> so now all of you are down. <laughs> Inspecting this body. 
Crow is just shaking his head because he knows that they're all going to find to hit what he said. Right. And, um, and in the background, Ferran's standing there with his uh, arms crossed and a big old smile on his face. He's like, that's right, bitches. All of you on your knees for me. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? Ferran. Nobody ever believes um, the doctor. <laughs> you all do know that this is not magical in nature. Um, it is definitely biological. So probably more in the realm of nature magic, if it was um, like druid or uh, like a druid would probably be able to identify it or a nature cleric. Or a doctor. Or a ranger with nature. <laughs> it's, it's not like that, nope. ranger. Nope. Go ahead. Nope. Go ahead. Bend down there. Get all up in there. <laughs> you know what, though? Quintel. I know you're a ma- magic user ma- mainly, but Mom did train you in, dru- uh, in study of druid stuff. Maybe you could figure it out. <laughs> She rolled worse than you did. Damn. <laughs> Family trait. Right? No. Um, but yeah, it, it's, it does seem like it was a, a illness, like a patho- pathogen. It just seems very random to have this guy just drop again in front of Billy. I assure you, the plague has been going around in this town. I have had much work to do. Okay, so maybe your medicine didn't kill him. <laughs> this time. <laughs> I'm, still, I'm still banking on the medicine. It may have killed him faster, but it killed him. <laughs> if anything, he didn't feel any pain. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. After taking the medicine. Side effect. Side effect. You'll feel very good. <laughs> maybe, so, maybe you can call that a painkiller. Oh, opium is a, is a sister drug to morphine, so yeah. Right. Um... So Quintel comes over and um, after dealing with this whole nonsense, she kind of spoke with the bartender for a second and comes back and she has kind of a laundry list um, of parchment. And she says, okay, so the bartender had a few leads. Um, Oh yeah, this stuff. some, Some quests that we can do. Um, and particularly that some of them can actually help us further our goal of opening the portal. Oh, really? Which Which, ones are those? I like the sound of that. Which which portal would you be wanting to open? (laughs) The portal in dress. Portals aren't always the best thing to open, you know. Well, Well, we'll be able to control it. I'll take my chances with this one. I give <laughs> with Melwood. No, no, with the portal. Oh, take my chances with the portal. Uh, sis, can I talk to you a minute? Uh, right sure. over here. Come here. Come here, Francine. Why are you telling? Why are you Francine. telling? Why are you telling complete strangers about what we're doing? We don't know if this guy doesn't work for the evil queen. I assumed he was a friend. I don't know who the hell he is. Oh. Well, this is incredibly awkward, then. Yeah, well. You know we can totally hear you. 
<laughs> you, you might have stepped outside for this. <laughs> well, the cat's out of the bag now, anyway. Ferran so, walks over to the bar, uh, washing his hands of this whole entire thing, and says, Bartender, just keep them fucking coming. <laughs> so the bartender Ferran's closes about to the get door. Drunk again. <laughs> the bartender closes the door at this point to uh, hopefully keep any further goblin problems away. Um, and it, it is starting to get dusk out anyway, so it's not like he's losing too many hours. And he starts pouring all of you shots <laughs> to deal with shots, the, shots, shots, exactly shots, 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 liquid coping mechanisms of Dungeons Everybody. and um, So the three main ones are um, there are three groups that are willing to help us get the stones from the queen, but they won't do it for free. They also won't do it for money. And that would be the artisans, the fishmongers, and the iron circle. All of them have different jobs that they would like for us to complete, and then they will help us to infiltrate the queen's castle and um, relieve her of the stones. One of these things is not like the others. All right, well... As as I'm getting a little drunker, um, <laughs> I I don't necessarily agree with the names, but to me, three sounds better than one. What do each of them want for their assistance? The artisans need an escort of precious cargo up to the next city uh, to the north called Fenless. Um, no idea what's in the cargo, only that they need it. Uh, guarded from raider attacks as it heads north. The fishmongers, all they want is a better deal with the fishermen. For some reason, the fishermen are being extremely stubborn in this topic. They they will not give them a better deal on fish. And lastly, the Iron Circle is a clan of shadow monks that are in search of some members that got lost in the nearby forest called the Dretchweir. Okay, and now the question the question is, is the dredge weir on the way to the next city? It is not. Damn it. Two birds, one stone would have worked. Ugh. I say we I say we'll take a look at the fishmongers first, because uh convincing the fishermen to get cut them in on a better deal sounds right up our alley. By ours, of course. True. By ours, of course, you mean yours, right? No, uh, you got your intimidate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but somebody stole my thunder. No offense, my lady. <laughs> oh, it's no problem. I swear to God, I can't get one decent bar fight in this whole freaking realm. Bill, Billy kind of <laughs> snickers sarcastically under his breath and says, "No, no, really." You totally had them with your intimidate there. <laughs> Ferran slams another two shots. <laughs> fingering that decorative right. knife. Fingering that decorative so that, knife that he got from the dude who gave Billy the stone. That's two that want to go talk to the fishmongers. Anyone else want to put in their input? Are all of these in the same city? Uh, all three originate in the same city, yes. 
Alright, so I have a map of the city, and since I'm an assassin, I can quickly get us to places. Okay. Like secret packages or something. Yeah, that's the, what was the background for that, the urchin? Um, urchin? Yeah. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> as, as you all are discussing this, she pipes up with this, that she has a map and she can get you around quicker. Well, that would be useful. Yeah, especially with the freaking goblin mob apparently looking for us. No, 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 not us. You. <laughs> oh, they're definitely looking for all of us now. As for Thank Ron, her for that. As Ferran slams the, another shot. Raven, voice of the Raven Queen. He, he turns around to the mage. First, Have you met Fluffy? <laughs> huh? This is my oh. buddy. And, and oh, you see, no. And you no! See, you see Ferran holding. Ferran, stop! You see Ferran holding his hands out, and about two feet to the left of his hands, you see floating in midair a Displacer Beast cub. <laughs> you want to pet him? He, he's friendly. No, put that thing away. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Zip. How about you, my lady? Would you like to pet my kitty? No, I don't want to touch your cat. It doesn't get very. Well, along with my mouse. <laughs> Awkward. Oh. If nice. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Ron sets Which up. I do have a little pet mouse. If <laughs> Ron sets Fluffy up on his shoulder, and again, it, it looks like the cat's floating about two feet away from its left shoulder. <laughs> Displacer beasts are weird. Can I play with your hurdy gurdy again? No! Come you on, I broke it last time. That made it sound better. No, it didn't! I had to tune it for, like, three hours! Yeah, it was kind of like real music. <laughs> so not <laughs> long no real after... real music if it bashed you in the head with a sledgehammer. Not Can long I do after, that with a hurdy-gurdy? Uh, chatting. Melwood, you hear a knocking at the, the door. It's very, very soft. It's at the, the tavern door. That's not my job. <laughs> I love it. I'll get it. Oh no. Hi. When you open the door, you see a uh family, a husband and a wife and and three kids and they all look very disheveled and very dirty. And the the man says, "Excuse me. It, it's the tavern open. We require a room." Why sure, come on in. That's, Thank you. That's Run, you're not the owner. You don't have the right to give. To, oh my god! I I, I, I drunkenly look <laughs> I in his mouth with my hand and just cover his mouth. Come on in. <laughs> we we are we are refugees from a small village to the south. We had to escape the giants. Giant what? No, giants. the giants. The giants, like, like really tall people. Oh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, like, uh, uh, like yes, giants. The ones that live in the hills. Yes. Uh, uh, about a month ago, there there was a cult that started that was um, offering sacrifices to an ogre that lived in the mountains nearby. I'm sorry, uh, they... did you just say sacrifices? I'm glad yes, I'm he did. The, I'm glad I'm not yeah. the only one who missed that, didn't miss that. <laughs> yes, every, every week they would take one of the uh, children and feed it to the to the ogre 
And once word got back that this cult was feeding the giants with with no problem, more began to show up. Okay, you know the, all that stuff that we were talking about going and doing, and by we I mean you guys, because y'all are boring. Um, I say we go do this, because I I don't like the feeding kitties to to giant things that are like giants. I don't like giants. feeding I don't like the feeding kids to gi- giants any more than the next guy, but like these are giants we're talking about. How and are you by talking? The sound of it, a how, lot of them. How are you talking with my mouth, my hand over your mouth? That's that's weird. I feel the vibrations. Ferran. Huh? I moved your hand about two minutes ago. Wow. Do that again. <laughs> <laughs> um, Billy and Farron, you can both... Uh, no, we'll skip the rolling part. You both remember way back... In like episode one of season one, when you left the ta- the the tavern there with you know on a mission, you remember that you you vaguely remember hearing some chanting from a cornfield, something about an offering to a large one that that you didn't have time for. Oh, oh no. Shit. Well, that sobered me up real quick. <laughs> Billy and Ferran just sort of look at each other. Son of a bitch. You don't, you don't <laughs> think, do you? It has to be. <sighs> yeah, guys. And by guys, I mean Billy, because the rest of you really aren't a part of our crew. <laughs> I'm just standing in the corner in the shadows where I'm usually lurking and listening. <laughs> I, Billy, I think we got to handle this one because this this may be on us. We 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 uh, avoided it in hopes that it wasn't evil. And if it we're right, sounds pretty freaking evil. And if we're right, and this is the same group, uh, we kind of screwed up. <sighs> Ain't nobody got time for side quests. Damn it. <laughs> Quintel, uh, I'm sorry. We'll be back as soon as we can, but uh, I've got to handle this. You you know I can't let this happen. I understand all too well. Oh, excuse me. <clears throat> all right, let's go kill us some giants. <laughs> as Faerun stumbles towards the door. What what is everyone else doing? Billy and Farron seem to be having this uh, semi intimate conversation about how they screwed I, up. Hey hey hey! I'm not well, that I'm keeping drunk. a very close eye on Billy to make sure he doesn't see show any signs of the plague. <laughs> oh, no, I passed that constitution. Billy passed that constitution check. I'm, that, I'm, sure, meta, he'll <laughs> I'm sure, sure he'll be fine. I'm sure he'll be fine. Sure he'll be fine. This won't come back to bite you later. Yeah. <laughs> anyone else? Want to interject with thoughts? I'm just standing here in the corner because I'm sent here to do the queen's bidding, and it's no one else's business what I'm doing but the queen's. But I could be here to be assistance while I do what I'm here supposed to do. What are you? Yeah, wait. You just said you're not allowed to tell us. Um. It's quite really none of you guys' business. I'll have to kill you. 
Ah. Uh-huh. Sure. I'd love to take you up on that, but we got some giants to kill. Come on, Ferun. You, you know what, though? I, I'm thinking we could use her. And do you have any idea where that little short guy is that used to run around with us? The Hillman? Yeah, that one. Wait a minute. Fuck, we lost Hillman. <laughs> Well, that's okay. We got a bigger version over here. Hey, hey, buddy, you want to? You're 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 magic user, right? Yeah, I'll tag along if you don't mind. Yeah, you want to kill some giants? Well, kill, shrink, do something with them. All right, and you know what? I mean, if we're going to be using poisons and assassins, Crow, you might as well come too. You could offer him some of your medicine. Oh, of course. Wherever this this one goes, and he indicates to Billy, I must go in case he shows any sign. I ain't your patient. Yeah, here's your you sign. absolutely are my patient. <laughs> here's your sign. Hey, hey, Crow, if you're really interested in examining Billy, he's got a neat thing on his back left shoulder blade. You might want to check that out. Oh, As Ron walks out the I door. Must. <laughs> and I immediately go to look. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> Billy just kind of like flails his arms ineffectively as he's being examined. It is okay. I am a doctor. <laughs> I don't give a crap what your title is. So you say. Ferran has a very wicked grin as he walks, stumbles out the door. <laughs> <laughs> you enter out into the street and um, see that it's probably about 10 o'clock at night at this point. Um, the sun has definitely set. Uh, the little um, tor- or lantern street lights are on. Oh, uh, Quintel, set set those people up with a room with the with the bartender. Make sure they're fed and all that. And I will square up with him when we get back. And and which direction was this giant thing going on? Uh, from Varesh, it was south. Cool. We're hey, gonna... uh, what? Hey, Doc, you got any liquid sobriety for our friend Ferun here? Uh-uh, you're not Of course ruining, I do. You're not ruining and I, this. And I pull out the vial. You're not ruining this. <laughs> How barbaric. It will, in fact, make your make it feel even greater. What's greater? <laughs> A hangover? How could you feel after drinking so. the drink? It's You'll not... feel even better after taking some of my medicine. It'll make me drunker? It'll make you feel even better. It won't make you drunker. Then what's the... What the no! If you try it, you will know exactly what hey, I speak hey, of. Hey, Doc, hang on, hang on. Hang on. Don't you fucking do it, man. Don't you do it. <laughs> 29 on Persuasion. It'll give you the best buzz you've ever had. Fuck you, Keith. It does go very well with liquor. What do I What do I got to roll to... to, to, to... Um, insight. Insight. <laughs> Fuck, it's a plus one. <laughs> I so hate you. <laughs> <laughs> sure, man. Let me drink that. All right, I hand him the bottle. I guzzle the whole fucking thing. <laughs> <laughs> yes, would, Billy gets the. It would taste Billy. rather relatively sweet, believe it or not. Billy gets to see the effectiveness of the medicine in action, and he doesn't have to test it on himself. 
Has anybody ever tried morphine or had morphine? Oh, oh my yes. God. <laughs> Let's it's just say the Lodded's more my favorite style. Ferran just, <laughs> just went into a coma, see, in season three. He <laughs> <laughs> was like, I can't, guys, I can't feel my face. <laughs> but I feel so good. <laughs> All right. Oh, wow. Is that is that the actual effect on him? Yeah, it's it's opium. Oh fuck! It's opium, liquor, um, some distilled flower juices, and some sweetness. Uh, I thought you said that was liquid sobriety that made him worse. <laughs> I said it would make him feel great. <laughs> worse or Wait, better? Guys, 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 guys! Keep talking. I can actually see the colors. <laughs> oh my god, he's high as a fucking kite! Wow! Billy! I could see your words! They're purple! <laughs> I'm I just got our ranger stone. Send your mouse after? Yeah. <laughs> just like run around. <laughs> so this mouse is now running around you. Hey guys! Which road do we take? To go south. I'm gonna cast a, a, a cantrip, minor illusion, with a big arrow right in front of the the, the stoned guy's face, <laughs> pointing south. <laughs> cool. I'm gonna follow that. I'm like envisioning like Bioshock, where you have the little arrow above your head that points in the direction you're supposed to turn. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, it seems like he knows the way. We got Ferun so stoned, he's got a uh, navigation HUD. <laughs> <laughs> he's so stoned, he can see the heads-up display. Uh, out of context, D&D quotes. I love it. Congratulations, Ferun. You're now more meta than my character. Guys, <laughs> I just had a really weird, weird thought. What if we're not really us? And, like... <laughs> Other people are sitting around a table or something pretending to be us. How fucking weird would that be? Yeah, welcome to my life. You all see uh, Crow pull out a piece of parchment with a quill, look intently at Ferron, and just scribbling notes. (laughs) Guinea pig! (laughs) Wow. Man, um, come, are you? How come my right leg feels longer than my left? <laughs> As Farron's doing circles in the <laughs> center of town. I just uh, got poked in the eye by the arrow. Ow! <laughs> <laughs> so the busty gull is, in fact, in the center of town. Um, it's the the more predominant watering hole. Everybody kind of knows where it's at sort of thing. Um, will you all be taking your wagon to head south, or are you going to go on foot? I don't think I should my damn horse. Yeah, uh, let's take the wagon so that we can put Ferun in the back of it. <laughs> that doesn't sound fun. I, 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 don't, I don't think I should drive, man. I think that maybe we should walk on foot because a wagon won't be able to necessarily fit where the secret paths I know and if we're gonna be trying to save pig. Yeah, I wanna squeeze in the secret things. Let's let's do that. 
Drunk and high favor. Nice. Damn it. Um, Welcome to season two. <laughs> right. My, my, so, my lesser restoration can only fix blinded, deafened, paralyzed, or poisoned. Just remember, <laughs> you know what? Let but me, not crowed. <laughs> That's right. Not let, stoned. Let me, let me, let me uh, just remind you of something to make you feel worse. This is your fault. <laughs> yeah, you yeah, know crowed. So who's driving? I might as well drive since I've got night vision and shit, dark vision. So if okay. it gets dark, I can still see. Okay, go ahead and roll animal handling. Since it is nighttime and you're trying to get the, the horses to cooperate and whatnot. What's this dragon thing laying here? Uh, you mean nu- Nua? Yeah, it's, I guess. <laughs> What's a Nua? <laughs> Nua is what not. Nua is not in the back of the wagon. She is also left with Hillman. <laughs> They're off on their own adventure. Yep. <laughs> that that'll come back to haunt you later. Oh, for sure. <laughs> in the form of a half half dragonborn, Ooh. half half gnome, half halfling. I'm not half-ling, sure what he was. Half dragonborn. <laughs> half halfling, half dragon, half half dragonborn. Oh my god, we're hurting each other's heads just trying to figure this out. <laughs> it's a dragonling. There you go. It's a hagenling. Um. <laughs> So uh, at, twelve on animal handling. All right, the horses are behaving themselves, and you're heading down the road. Um, I'll be right like my said, own. Thank you. <laughs> I don't blame you. Um, I'll drive. So, uh, Melwood, are you taking your own horse, or are you taking your own wagon? I'm taking my own horse and pack and pack horse. Nice. I don't know who that was, but that sounded like a grung. Yeah. <laughs> um, I told you I could speak goblin. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, Ferran. Just sleep now. <laughs> the I road, don't wanna. <laughs> as the road goes ever on and on, <laughs> you all head off to your next grand adventure uh, to go fight the ga- the giants in the mountains. A little remnant of season one that Billy and Farun just kind of glossed over. Ha <laughs> ha, consequences. <laughs> and with that, we will wrap uh, episode one um, for season two. And, Should just uh, let Hillman handle it. <laughs> <laughs> so Fireball! We can real quick go around um, and we'll, we'll do our usual order. And Chris, where can... Uh, where can the listeners find more of your action? Well, you can find me probably having one hell of a hangover in Episode 2 of Chronicles of the Lost Realm Season 2. But other than that, you can find me anywhere Realm of the Mist Entertainment is presented, either uh, one of our podcasts on YouTube or on Anchor or wherever quality podcasts are heard. Fantastic. And Billy, where are we getting more of you? You can find me every other Friday on Press A Gaming Podcast, of which I'm the host. And you can also find me on Chronicles of the Lost Realm. And uh, anything we do with the something or sounds dicey uh, branding now. Awesome. <laughs> sounds dicey. <laughs> the the uh, the new branding, just so that the listeners are aware, is to kind of touch base on how things usually go with this group. 
Um, moving on down the line, we'll go uh, Scott. Where can where can we find you, buddy? Well, you can find me right here tending to Farron's uh, hangover and making sure Billy doesn't get the plague. Right here on Sounds Dicey. <laughs> Fantastic. And our newest, newest member, I think we'll we'll ask our newest, newest member at last so that she can really get her moment to shine here. Um, and uh, Joe, where can we find more of you, bud? Uh, you can find me on Facebook under Joe Cahill, Director, Producer, or Steamhouse Entertainment. Come on there and uh, check out all the movie projects I have going right now. Ooh. Awesome. Yeah, buddy. And Katie, our newest member playing the Envoy to the Raven Queen, where can we find more of you? Right here. Right here. Okay. Short and sweet. Just like the death she brings. Yeah. <laughs> our, most mis- our most mysterious member. You know, you got to have that. It sells. <laughs> <laughs> and as for me, you can find me here on Chronicles of the Lost Realm uh, doing the DM duties as the Chronicler. You can also find me on Facebook and Instagram under at chroniclesofthelostrealm.com. And uh, with that, you, we don't will... Don't you co-host one of them other shows, too? Oh, yeah, yeah. I suppose I can promote that here, too. Uh, you can also check me out on War of the Stars, a Star Wars podcast. Myself and Mark John Tully go over some uh, interesting fan theories and touch on some uh, different topics for Star Wars-related info and news um so that's it for episode one thank you all for listening and uh stay tuned later on for season uh, episode two see y'all later